Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A ceasefire. I'm Nick Ainelli. Should you wait for better prices if you want to buy a home around here? I'm Mike Marillo. A massive Russian missile attack impacts critical infrastructure in Kiev, Ukraine. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Allison Keyes in the Washington Bureau. Forecasters are warning those along coastal areas, rivers and creeks in California to watch out for new storms. Reynolds Wolf is with the Weather Channel. Yet another day in California, you've got it all. The rain, the sleet, the snow, the wind, the problems. And some of the rainfall could total, say, an inch or two, but other places up to three to five. At least nine people died in the south overnight as late season tornadoes ripped through Georgia and Alabama. Alabama. CBS's Omar Villafranca with more. Selma, Alabama took a direct hit. A 20-mile path of destruction cut through its historic downtown. Buildings, bulldozed, and residents left stunned. It's bad out here, like you lose them. It's, it's bad. Oh, my God. The storm was part of a system that battered California this week, with more to come. At least two people were killed in Georgia, including a five-year-old boy after a tree fell on his car. Fallout for President Biden over the discovery of documents marked classified at two locations connected to him. CBS's Christina Ruffini explains. CBS News has learned the total number of known classified documents found is around 20. Fewer than 10 were at the Delaware residence, in his garage and a nearby room. And by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. Others, including some marked top secret, were located at the Capitol Hill office, used by Mr. Biden after his time as vice president. Turning now to Britain, which says it will send a dozen tanks to help Ukraine against Russia, the BBC's David Wallace Lockhart. In recent days, Number 10 was making it clear that it wanted to provide further support to Ukraine and that tanks could play a pivotal role in this. This morning, in a call between the Prime Minister and the Ukrainian President, the confirmation came. The BBC understands that around a dozen Challenger 2 tanks will be sent. Additional artillery systems will also be provided. A Downing Street spokesperson said it was the right time to seize upon Ukrainian victories and intensify support. Rishi Sunak's pledge represents a small proportion of the three tanks that Ukraine insists it needs. The son of the famous daredevil Evil Knievel has died at the age of 60. Robbie Knievel, the famous daredevil and son of legendary stuntman Evil Knievel has died. His family says Robbie Knievel died Friday in Nevada after battling pancreatic cancer. Knievel shattered world records with his gravity-defying motorcycle jumps. One of his most celebrated jumps came in 1989 when he vaulted across the fountains at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. It's a feat even his father couldn't complete. That's CBS This Morning Saturday co-host Jeff Glor, who tells us he also jumped part of the Grand Canyon. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 1203 on the Saturday, January the 14th, 2023, 36 degrees in Friendship Heights. Good afternoon.
Thanks for listening in. I'm Jenny Glick. The top story we're following this hour, Virginia Senate Democrats are pushing for new gun violence prevention laws this after a series of shootings across the state. Virginia Senate Democrats are hoping to pass 10 gun safety bills in the 2023 session, including one that aims to stop shootings like the one in Newport News last week when police say a six-year-old shot their teacher at school. The bill would require gun owners to lock up their guns when children are around. Another proposed law would require guns be locked in a container or compartment in cars to try to prevent gun thefts from unattended vehicles. Democrats are also pushing to prohibit the carrying of assault-style guns in public. They say the bills are solutions for the gun violence epidemic. Republicans were critical of one of the bills on Friday, saying on Twitter that the one requiring adults to lock up their guns around children would make it more difficult for people to protect their property and families. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Meanwhile, in Fairfax County, Public School Superintendent Michelle Reed is looking to increase security at elementary schools. Elementary schools in Fairfax County don't have school resource officers, but the superintendent's proposed budget for fiscal 2024 includes $400,000 to have at least one responsive officer assigned to elementary schools in each of the county's five regions. This is a start at actually beginning to provide responsive coverage to our elementary schools by region. Parent Matt Shemp urged the county to take action at a recent board meeting. We as a county should be able to say that we are acting responsibly to keep our youngest students safe, but to honestly say that we need to enact change based on some uncomfortable but factual truths. The county's final budget will be approved in May. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A rough start to 2023 in the district as well, with already a handful of children becoming the victims of gun violence. The surge has a D.C. council member calling for a ceasefire. Put the guns down. Put them down. We're asking for the guns to go down. down. Put them down. Right Got to put them down. Surrounded by religious leaders and community leaders, D.C. council member Janice Lewis-George said she's fed up with what's been happening lately. She says kids can't even walk safely to and from school. It is incredibly disappointing. Specifically, she referred to the fact that in the last two weeks, three kids, six, eight, and nine years old, have been hit by stray gunfire. Killing and shooting in our neighborhoods is unacceptable, especially when our babies are getting shot. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A fight broke out in a Frederick County, Maryland high school last night. The sheriff's office says several students and adults got into a brawl in the main hallway at Tuscarora High around 7.30. The girls' varsity basketball team had been playing Linganore last night. Deputies showed up to clear the hallway with the help of a school employees and patrolled the area until the game was over. The school says the students who caused the disturbance will be disciplined. No additional charges have been filed. Are you waiting for the prices of homes and condos to nosedive because of rising interest rates? Well, one real estate expert says that might not actually happen. A lot of buyers are hoping that prices will drop significantly and they will now get those deals that they've been wanting. But Eldad Mararu of Compass Realty says history doesn't support that happening. Even through the last six recessions, if you look at uh, real estate prices, they continue to trend up. He believes this area will lean toward a buyer's market for only the first half of the year. One reason this area won't see a fall in prices, he says, a lack of inventory. Because many sellers who would normally move are not because they are sitting on interest rates for their mortgage that are so much lower than what is out there right now. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, Russia unleashes a major missile attack on the Ukraine capital city of Kiev. Coming up, we will hear from WTOP national correspondent, J.J. Green, 1207. 
At Len the Plumber, we know when you have an issue, you can't afford to wait. No one understands this more than our plumbers. I think most customers love us because when they call in, someone answers the phone and it's a real person. I've had multiple customers say, I called you guys this morning and you were able to get out today and that's just awesome. Our promise of same day service seven days a week isn't just an option, it's who we are. The only way to get a plumber today, just call them a plumber. Engaging websites? Check. Digital marketing? Definitely. Secure hosting? Absolutely. SEO? U.S.-based developers? Social media campaigns? Check, check, and check. Ironistic is your one-stop shop for all things related to your online presence. Don't put off your website or digital marketing project any longer. Contact the Ironistic web specialists at ironwebsites.com. A website partner you can count on for everything. Ironwebsites.com. That's ironwebsites.com. 1208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the ace. Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Oh, thank you, Jenny. If you're traveling in Maryland on the Beltway, in good shape so far through Montgomery in Prince George's County. New problem in Silver Spring on the ICC eastbound after Route 29, Columbia Pike, exit 16. That's where we had the report of a broken down vehicle. It may be on the shoulder with police on scene. Otherwise, Georgia Avenue, Henderson Avenue, all lanes are blocked and you're under police direction where traffic is being diverted into the shopping center as a result of the down pole and down wires. In, uh, of course, Frederick County, 85, Buckystown Pike, southbound at Crestwood Boulevard. The right side is blocked for the crash. No problems on 270 as you leave Frederick headed toward Rockville. Things are clear on I-95 right now. Route 50 going to and from the Bay Bridge. We do have wind warnings in effect across Chesapeake Bay, but nothing really bothering you right now. If you're traveling in Virginia on the Beltway, the Interloop, as you leave the Springfield Interchange headed toward Braddock Road, may have one stopped in the roadway there. 66 eastbound looks pretty good, leaving Gainesville headed toward Roslyn, but westbound 66 toward the Manassas Rest Area may have at least one lane blocked as a result of a possible work zone. Traveling in, of course, uh, Noakesville, Falkir Drive, west of Route 28. You're under police direction for the crash there involving an overturned vehicle. Northbound on the George Washington Parkway between 123 and the Beltway, a single right lane gets you through the work zone. I-95 southbound on the brakes going across the Occoquan down to 123 northbound slowing in separate stretches between Triangle and the Springfield Interchange, but your travel lanes are open and available, continuing on to I-395 northbound, up to and across the 14th Street Bridge, with travel lanes open there. In the district, it was southbound DC-295 after Benning Road. That's where we had the right side blocked for the crash. It may now be clear with at least one more lane open as you continue toward East Capitol Street southbound on DC-295. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Two Storm Team 4, meteorologist Mike Stanifer. It definitely feels like January across the area. Look for partly cloudy to mostly cloudy skies this afternoon. That gusty wind will stay with us at times. It'll gust to over 30 miles an hour. Our highs only upper 30s to mid 40s, but with the wind, it's going to feel like 20s to lower 30s across the entire region. Later tonight, skies will turn clear. It'll stay rather breezy, and that means a cold night. Our lows, lower 20 suburbs, upper 20s near the district. We'll enjoy a good deal of sunshine on Sunday, but still 
rather breezy, and that'll make it feel rather cool with highs in the mid to upper 40s. For Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday, much better weather, lots of sunshine, lighter winds, and warmer temperatures. Our highs will be in the low to mid 50s. Cloudy skies on Tuesday, a chance of some light showers. Highs will be in the upper 50s. We'll turn partly cloudy on Wednesday. It'll be mild as we get up to a high near 60. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenniford. Right now, 33 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Head to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. A series of explosions have rocked Ukraine's capital city of Kiev and many other cities across the country as Russia launched massive missile strikes. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green joining us live on Skype with the latest developments. Thank you for joining us, J.J. Hi, Jenny. What can you tell us about the current situation? Well, we we know now that Russia launched 33, at least 33 missiles. Ukraine shot down 28 of them, but many of those missiles, in fact, most of them were ballistic missiles. And they basically attacked uh, locations across the country, as you mentioned, Kiev, Odessa, Kalmynitsky, also Ivano-Frankivsk, Dnipro, Venetia, and the list goes on. A nine-story apartment building was hit in Dnipro, and we're being told now that five people were killed. We know are dead, uh, but many other people are still buried under the rubble, at least 27 injured that are known that have been pulled out. Uh, this is a horrible situation that unfolded today. It started about 11.30 around their time, and those air raid sirens went off for a good part of the day. So this right now is where things stand in terms of what took place. What kind of reaction is coming in worldwide to this latest massive attack? As you might expect, um, shock, horror, and anger. Um, there are a lot of folks who recognize and understand that attacking this uh, apartment building and many of the other uh, civilian infrastructure locations that were attacked are basically what Russia's been doing the entire time this war has been going on. Uh, it's not to attack military targets. It's basically to attack civilians. It's trying to, according to folks I've spoken to, like the ambassador from Ukraine, Oksana Markarova, they're trying to break the will of the Ukrainian people, and people around the world recognize that. They're angry, and they're really kind of wondering how long before Moscow itself ends up in the bullseye. UK, um, we've been hearing stepping up its response with a promise to provide tanks and artillery systems to Ukraine. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, they are. Um, the president of Ukraine, uh, Zelensky, uh, put out a tweet or a note this morning thanking the British government for their help, assistance, and their plans to help them with these weapons. These are some weapons that they seriously need, because when you look at what's taking place, um, Ukraine has been getting weapons. It's been getting a lot of different pieces to help them uh, throughout this war from the U.S., France, Poland, Great Britain, Germany, other countries. Um, but the problem is this war keeps evolving. Russia keeps doing things um, that require different responses, and sometimes those responses require different pieces of artillery or equipment or weapons that they don't have. The good thing, if there is a good thing about what took place today, is that this attack could not go on very, very long because Russia simply does not have the store or stockpile of weapons to continue this um, without end. So, you know, they had, to, they had to stop it at some point today, but it's likely to happen again in the future. Okay, thank you so much for your insight. J.J. Green, WTOP National Security Correspondent. Stick around. Sports is straight ahead.
How a busy baker beat back foot pain. Meet Sanja. Brownies, cupcakes, cookies. I love to bake. There have been times when I've been on my feet for at least 12 hours. And that's how things went from sweet to sour. I had excruciating pain in both feet to a point where I had to limp out of the kitchen. So she called up a former foot pain sufferer, her big sister. She told me, you need to go to the Good Feet store and get some arch supports. Smart lady. It was an awesome experience. Scott took great care of my feet. He's the arch support specialist who fitted her. He was very patient, very knowledgeable. Scott was the man. Now Sandra could have her cake and bake it too. Oh yeah, my feet are very happy now. You're going to have to make some cookies for Scott. I've already done that. Of course you did. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hello, Ben Raby. Hello, Jenny. We have a typically busy Saturday of local college hoops. We'll start in Fairfax, George Mason. A rough start this afternoon. They trail Davidson 14-6, just over 13 minutes remaining in the first half. Elsewhere this afternoon, American on the road. The Eagles visiting Lehigh. American 4-1 and one in the Patriot League, just a game out of first place. George Washington also home today. 4 o'clock tip against St. Louis. Tennis Australian Open gets going tomorrow night. Novak Djokovic is back in Australia. Djokovic, you may recall, deported from Australia before last year's tournament. That was due to COVID restrictions. Those restrictions have been loosened, and Djokovic raring to go. If I do hold the grudges and, and probably uh, if I'm not able to move on, I wouldn't be here. And also, I have to say that the amount of positive experiences I had in Australia overwhelmed the negative experience maybe of last year. Djokovic, a nine-time Australian Open champion, seeking his 22nd career Grand Slam title. And the NFL playoffs kick off today. A Saturday doubleheader starts at 4.30 with the 49ers taking on the Seahawks. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Ben. At 12.17, some scary moments off-field for Commanders running back Brian Robinson last year when he was shot during an attempted carjacking in the district. One of the teenagers involved is now pleading guilty. The 17-year-old is pleading guilty to assault with a dangerous weapon and carrying a pistol without a license. The teen's name has not been released. The Washington Post says as part of the deal, the teen will be in the custody of the city's youth services until he's 20 years old. A 15-year-old also charged in the case is set to go to trial January 24th. In a court hearing, it was revealed he is the one accused of pulling the trigger. Police say the two tried to rob Robinson in August on 8th Street Northeast. Robinson shot twice in the knee missed four weeks on the field. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you. Classified documents have been recovered from the Penn Biden Center in Washington and from President Biden's home in Delaware. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has is telling congressional lawmakers the United States is likely to reach its debt limit next Thursday, January the 19th. Moscow continuing to target multiple Ukrainian cities for the first time in nearly two weeks including an attack on Kiev, the capital. 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. No problems on the Beltway in either Maryland or in Virginia. In Maryland, Frederick, Buckystown, Pike, southbound. 
Crestwood Boulevard, the right side still blocked for the crash. Help should be worth it. On the ICC eastbound after 29, Columbia Pike, exit 16. Broken down vehicle should be on the shoulder. Very little delays on the eastbound side or westbound side of 200 near 29, Columbia Pike. In Glenmont, Georgia Avenue near Henderson Avenue, still under police direction for the down pole and down wires. Route 50 going across the Bay Bridge when warnings are in effect, but no restrictions at this time. If you're traveling in Virginia, looking good on 66 eastbound, leaving Gainesville headed toward Roslyn. Westbound 66 near the Manassas Rest Area may have a work zone set up and blocking at least one lane. On I-95 southbound, you on the brakes going across the Occoquan down to 123. Northbound slows and separate stretches between Garrisonville and the Springfield interchange where travel lanes are open. Once you get on I-395 northbound, watch for volume delays past Boundary Channel Drive headed up to and across the 14th Street Bridge. In the district, there was southbound DC 295 after Benning Road, where we had the right side blocked for the crash. On the freeway westbound, leaving the 3rd Street Tunnel, watch for delays toward the Case Bridge, where travel lanes are open and available there. Northbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel looks good as you head toward New York Avenue, with your travel lanes open and available and running pretty decently at speed. Silver Diners ready to play ball. After 33 years, Silver Diners now in D.C. across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings its healthy and its classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4, meteorologist Mike Staniford. That looks like a rather wintry weather pattern for the next couple of days. It'll warm up by Monday. And by Wednesday, we could see highs near 60. But for this afternoon, it's going to be cold. Skies range from partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. A gusty wind will stay with us. At times, the winds will gust over 30 miles an hour. Our highs up our 30s to mid-40s, but wind chills will be in the 20s to lower 30s. Skies will become clear tonight. It'll stay breezy, and it'll be a cold night. Lows will be in the lower 20 suburbs. Upper 20s near the district. On Sunday, a good deal of sunshine, still breezy and chilly, with highs in the mid to upper 40s. For Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday, we've got a much nicer weather pattern, a good deal of sunshine. The winds will be lighter, and it will be warmer. We'll get up to a high in the low to mid-50s. A good deal of cloud cover on Tuesday with a chance of showers, highs upper 50s, and skies will clear on Wednesday with a high near 60. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. Right now, 36 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, the remote work trends impact on downtown D.C. It's 1221. Head downtown January 20th through 29th for the Washington, D.C. Auto Show. With hundreds of cars on display, indoor and outdoor ride and drives, the latest in electric mobility, new show features, and interactive experiences for all ages. It is clear that this is one of the top auto shows in the United States. Make plans for the whole family to visit the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 20th through the 29th at the Washington Convention Center. Details and tickets at WashingtonAutoshow.com. For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most online master's degrees and graduate certificates. Enroll now through this spring to save. Find out if you qualify and learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Fear of the dentist may unfortunately be keeping you from enjoying life to its fullest. 
For over two decades, the Cascade Center for Dental Health has been the place for advanced comprehensive dentistry and sedation. Now, the same incredible care that you have come to expect from the Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling is available at the new Cascades Dental of Burke. In our state-of-the-art facilities, there is no need for fear, anxiety, or lectures. And with sedation dentistry, we can eliminate discomfort and anxiety from the equation. We offer many sedation options, so there is a perfect solution for you. Cascades can address even the most difficult dental challenges in our relaxing and calming spa-like facilities. There is a beautiful smile waiting for you at Cascades Dental of Burke and the Cascades Center for Dental Health in Sterling. Make an appointment today online at cascades1.com or call 866-25-SLEEP. At 1223, the Republican who lost his bid to be Maryland's governor has now taken his argument over counting mail-in ballots to the U.S. Supreme Court. Dan Cox wants the high court justices to review a decision by a Montgomery County judge that allowed the State Board of Elections request back in September to permit ballot counting as early as October 1st due to the expected large amount of mail-in ballots. The Baltimore Sun reports Cox's attorney argues that the judge's ruling was flawed. The former state delegate from Frederick County isn't challenging the outcome of the election. He lost to Democrat Wes Moore. But Cox argues in his petition that the county judge relied on language in state election law that gives courts flexibility to protect the electoral process in emergencies. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. The Montgomery County judge's decision was upheld on appeal with the state's highest court. An update to a story we've been following and telling you about on WTOP. Prince George's County Police say they are no longer investigating after a high school teacher inadvertently emailed explicit photos to every student in the school. They say they're leaving the school to sort that out. In a letter home to families, principal of Dr. Henry Wise Junior High School, Taryn Washington, says an employee inadvertently emailed the message that included sexually explicit photos to all students at the Upper Marlboro School. It's unclear what was depicted in the photos, but Washington says despite, quote, immediate action taken by school administrators to retract the correspondence and, quote, many people saw the photos and shared them. The school says appropriate steps have been taken regarding the employee, but does not offer any specifics beyond that. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Federal government agencies continue to allow employee remote work, and it's starting to kill daytime downtown D.C. You have to understand how important that is because the federal government um, owns or leases one-third of the office space in downtown D.C. That's George Washington University Business School professor James Bailey. Some agencies which can set their own policies have fewer than 10% of employees back. Downtown D.C. has almost 200,000 fewer daytime office workers now than before the pandemic. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is urging the Fed to bring back more employees. She's doing the right thing. One is just trying to put, I guess, moral suasion on the government that this is hurting the downtown and that they're seeing that this is affecting a, a city and a city that we've worked for 50 years to improve. D.C.'s downtown daytime economy is more reliant on one employer than any other metro. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up at after traffic and weather, more classified documents found in President Biden's home than previously known. It's 1226. When you hire your local Serta Pro painters, you get the power of a cut above. 
decades of expertise to transform your home from so-so to virtuoso. The power of neighborhood painters. We live where you live and probably like the same pizza place you do. But the power of pro to work for you today. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each CertiPro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. Thank you for calling Navy Federal Credit Union. How can I help you? Hi. If I'm in the Army, not in the Navy, am I still eligible for membership? Yes, you are. What about my sister in the Air Force? Her, too. And my dad's a Marine. 